Hi everyone and thank you for tuning in. We hope you're well. You are now listening to Homegirls Unite. Please do not listen to this podcast while cooking, cleaning or doing any childcare related activities. So sit back and enjoy. Hey Yasin. Hey Kieran. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I'm tired, but I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So tired how... because of Okay, so I've been reading up on, have you heard of third spaces? Oh my God, yes, the other day I learned of third spaces. Go on, I need so, to know more. Because I work from home, I live at uh-huh. home, uh-huh. <laughs> and I spend a lot of time here. They say for like, I think for like good mental health and like dividing of different parts of your life, it's really good to have third spaces. So Mm -hmm. I think the first space is supposed to be your house. The second space is supposed to be your workplace. But now a lot of us are working at home. So the first space and second space have become one. So I was like, you know what? I need to make active effort to actually get out of the house. So I I used to box a lot. I used to go boxing, but Ooh. I don't like going out in the evenings anymore. And um, boxing is like at night. So I joined the gym instead. So now I go to the gym in the morning. So that's now my third space. Um, oh. So I'm trying to be very serious about the gym, but obviously it has its tiredness from working yes. out. So that's what yeah. I'm currently dealing with. But I think the more I do it, my body will get used to it, right? I'm hoping. Yeah, that's the thing. That's amazing. And, you know, the the whole concept of third, of third spaces, is it the same as, you know, when we were in school and stuff? And obviously you had school and you had home. But I think I remember somebody saying something around, it's like the space in between where your two worlds exist in the majority of of time and space right so that's why things like playtime or recess or whatever really important in school because it was a third space for kids Mm. because you go there and you just it's not your lessons and it's not your uh like normal school environment and it's not home and you have this space to just be freely you run around you can talk to people you cannot you can just be a slightly different version of yourself as much as you can as a kid Yes, I think that's that's, that's the gym for adults. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> like the adult right. version. Yeah, basically, I think that's what it is. And to be honest, I would actually advise it for people that mm. don't already have, especially if you go to work. That's that's probably not as bad if you leave the house to go to work. But for those of us, majority of us are working in the house where literally home 24 hours a day. I think Mm -hmm. it would be really good to find that space outside of that house to just, you know, see something else, not just your four walls. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. It's healthy separation from the daily routine, especially I think this season change like when it gets to autumn and winter it obviously is so much easier to just stay at home and not want to move because it's cold and it's miserable and all of those things so 
having that other space, that break of space change of environment is so, so important. I'm so glad you found one. That That's dedication, you know, getting up in the morning, working out before the day starts, entering a different space, then re-entering your space. Like, it, it does take a lot. It takes a lot. And I think I've had to have serious words with myself. Like, <laughs> just like, oh, why are you doing this? Like, you need to mm. actually, it will benefit you. You're not just going to the gym, um, you know, just to gallivant you're actually going for a reason and I do feel better after working out um even though I'm low in energy because I've got anemia and I don't take my medication but that's another (laughs) that's another problem um but yeah I think it's really important for all of us to do that and I hope I want you to hold me accountable each week to see how Mm -hmm. I've been going to the gym because I need that accountability and left to my devices I will sleep my life away (laughs) honestly okay that's it I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you every week and everyone's gonna hear and witness your answer so you've got a lot of people now to be accountable to perfect so (laughs) back to what you did for yourself this week I want to know what you did for yourself this week you know what I I should know that that question comes every week so I should prepare and have an answer but (laughs) I just don't so this week's been really interesting I feel like I've done it for myself but also it's so hard that I'm just like why did I do this to myself so I so I don't take uh western medication or anything right so if something's up if I'm feeling some kind of way I follow like an, uh, it's called Ayurveda. I'm not sure if you're familiar or how familiar, but it's the ancient Indian like medicinal um, Mm. practice. It's like three or 5,000 years old. It's all based around natural herbs and medicine and things like that. And I've been following that as a way of if I'm ever unwell or keeping my body healthy from the inside and stuff. And for about four, four years now, four or five years, and um, recently, like I could, I can just feel something just is heavy or disconnected, something inside that just I need sorted, right? So I went, and it turns out I need to do a four week, this four week plan to basically reset my body. I have got wow. um, some things going on, and so I have to do this four week plan. But in that plan, so I did that for myself for my health. So that's that's that was the point of the story. Is I was like, oh, I know it's gonna create change in my routine in terms of what I can eat and what I can drink and what I have to take and how disciplined I need to be but I need to do it for myself so I went I booked the appointment I did it I saw my doctor and I got my plan I found out what's wrong and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do this now so this is the first week of me doing it and I've got three more to go so I took my health back was what I did for myself this week that is so cool. And I I think I would love to know more about that. Um, we will probably need to talk more about the whole not <laughs> Western medication. Um, uh-huh. That's really interesting. And um, I think we can learn some things from you. So maybe we should dedicate an episode to that um, because I would like to learn more. But that's a really good what I did for myself. Well done, Kieran. Um, it's hard. 
Mm. It's really like that. Like the first thing I can't have is coffee, and I'm like, whoa, okay, maybe I should have rethought this whole thing. Uh, no coffee, no meat, no bread, just all the things that have slowed my body down because it might have been in excess. I now have to reduce and take away until I can reset my health and then carry on as normal ish. So, yeah, it's it feels like pure torture, and also, wow, I'm so proud of myself all at the same time. That's amazing, and I I big up to you. And this is just <laughs> this is just like a reiteration of how different doing things for yourself can look. It doesn't have to be your, you know. I think sometimes mm. when we think about doing things for ourselves, it might be a thing of, oh, I'm going to buy myself this, or I'm going to buy my do like a bath with candles it can be all of those things as well but it's nice to see a variation of things and yesterday in our discord channel one of the girls actually asked this she was like oh guys what did you do for yourself today and we were all we were all telling Mm -hmm. our answers and then one of the girls said um what I did for myself is not doing anything for anyone that was my thing for myself and I was like yeah go you because sometimes it feels like we have to do this grand gesture for ourselves sometimes it can just be as little as sleeping longer saying no and things like that so Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you thank you thank you so much I'm happy for you i'm gonna keep you accountable you check in with me because i got three more weeks to go that i've actually stuck to it and so we've got something to keep each other accountable to and at the end of this month we're gonna feel great (laughs) winter is not ready for us i've got this (laughs) we're gonna do all of this and then i'm just gonna put four layers on every day in the winter i love to be and dress (laughs) And just go out there with all the hot <laughs> and coffees. Just live your and life. Live my best I love life. it. Um, so I will be holding you accountable exactly. on the, the remainder of your treatment. And yeah. So yeah, guys, today Please we're do. doing confessions. These are my confessions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so who's going first, me or you? Oh, um, I, you know, have, have I got it to hand? If you've got it to hand, you go first. I can go first. Oh, and we've got two today. Yes, we've got two confessions today. So this confession, this eldest daughter says, I'm in high school, not financially independent. So I save up the whole month and then spend half of my savings to treat myself. The other half, I just save. If I spend to treat myself or if I say I want some alone time my parents say I'm selfish and they're always wanting me to stay away from them so I have a feeling um she might be obviously a teenager she's in high school but I I really love the fact that she's already like (laughs) coming up with ways to have her time to herself and me time like saving yes. up yeah. her money 
trying to find time for herself. I feel like a lot, at least for me personally, I didn't really have that kind of way or method or even plan, even though I really wanted it. Mm -hmm. So what, when you were growing up, did you ever like, what, how did you spend your money? Like, did you save to treat yourself? Or were you just using the money as it was required? Like, this is school lunch money. You use it for school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, that's why I'm, like, the first bit of that was like, oh, well, I'm proud of you. Like, already in that that frame of mind, because it's a good one to be in from a young age. Because unfortunately, so coming back to me, no, I did not. Even if the money was intended for me, I'd still try to find a way that it could stretch and be yeah. you know, of value to everyone. So I wouldn't just think of myself first or even think of something like a treat. I don't think that even crossed yeah. my mind back in school. So the fact that she's in school and even trying to practice that, like unfortunately and naturally it's coming with that that backlash from home because anything and all this does for themselves does come with that but even thinking about herself in that way and understanding her position at home and and that she needs to put herself first and take care of herself and do things for herself already in high school I think it's so amazing and I think I also feel like this eldest daughter really understands how where her role could potentially go um, because you know, yeah. like we spoke about multiple times on how growing up, we thought this was just us. This is our family, how they are, etc. Not really putting two yeah. and two together. We were bamboozled, basically. Um, but she seems like she's <laughs> way ahead of everyone else. She's like planning her her treats, planning how to spend alone time together. Um, in regards to when she yeah. says every time she tries to be do things for herself, they call her selfish. Um, I would yeah. say I feel like people like you to do things that benefit them. As like mm-hmm. you can be doing something for someone, like for a whole year, and the day mm-hmm. you pivot is the day that they're going to all of a sudden be like, oh my God, Kieran's a terrible person. Like she's been doing this for me for a whole year. But the one time she says no, she's done. Like we're not, we're not boys anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Obviously when it's your parents, it's harder. But I think her understanding that this is not a selfish act is important like me time is not something that you should be called selfish for we all deserve a space where we can be alone and have our thoughts to ourselves without being disturbed yeah a thousand percent I think the fact that she's aware of these things so young is amazing but the that kind of natural pushback and you know it always starts at home because you're so integral to your home life that any deviation or any change in something that's not beneficial to the home unit from an eldest is felt straight away. And nobody likes that, that feeling of that 
eldest not being and doing exactly how you expect them to be and what you expect them to do. So any deviation from maybe other siblings, I think can still be like, oh, you know, maybe they're just feeling this kind of way or, you know, they're having an off something or they just need this space. But when it comes to the eldest, like there isn't that same level of grace. It's you just supposed to always be on that that level that everybody expects you to be at and any deviation is a problem. I'm like, I'm so happy you said this because I feel like as eldest, we're expected to solve everyone's problem, putting ourselves like last, making sure everyone is good. However, when it comes to yeah. our own problems being solved, no one is jumping to our rescue. So you're expected mm-hmm. to sacrifice yourself, your sanity, your finances, time, everything to make sure that your family is good. But when what do we get when we're going through a rough patch? We posted this um, thing on TikTok the other day and it was just like a clip from one of our support group sessions. And there were so many men commenting like, stop trying stop what you're doing um eldest daughters are the best mothers they should be serving da, 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 da. oh my god <laughs> the amount of time I just wanted to cuss them out but obviously I'm like I'm not even going to give me the time of the day but it's like this is why when people talk about or oh, you know just do it like they're your parents just do it they're your siblings just do it it's like no like these people are very capable of doing things for themselves. But because they've groomed us essentially to Mm -hmm. be like their servers, their caregivers, they feel entitled to our time. And I hope that this young girl is able to understand that the things that she wants to do for herself is completely normal and should not be something she feels guilty about. No. Absolutely. It should take precedent for her. And knowing that, that, yeah, that kind of pushback from family is, it's an unfortunate natural response, but, and and we know it's hard not to take that personally because you are a person and you feel things and it's not nice, but it's all, it's trying to have a level of detachment from that so that you don't take on the guilt of it. So you just are able to be like, that's, almost be like that's a you problem if you can't see that me needing time for myself or putting myself first once in a while is something good for me if you think it's bad then that that definitely is a you problem and I think knowing that early on is really good because the older we get and we just carry it the guilt just deepens but if at young you can be like okay well you don't like it that's a you problem and then you're able to just carry on there's there's a healthy level of separation from how they think of you and what they think of you versus like who you actually are and your own worth and you don't you don't mix them up yes I completely agree and I think also I would advise not just this eldest daughter but all of us in general to actually Mm -hmm. set, set our own standards of what's right and what's wrong no one very rarely do people get no not know what's right and what's wrong like what should I be doing what shouldn't I be doing if we all know the basic like standards of the life we should be living 
And then it's easier to recognize manipulation when it comes from like our family or friends or partners because they want us to be a certain type, but you're not, then you wouldn't second guess yourself because you already know that's information and that it's not you that's the problem and that it's them that are actually being selfish and they're just projecting onto you. Yeah, it is 100% projection. That was, that's exactly the word I was going to use that. Yeah. All those things, you're selfish. You don't think of others. You know, why are you doing this? Obviously, none of those are true mm. to an eldest. So it's definitely coming from a place of lack or a place of discomfort on the other end that, oh, something's different and I don't know how to manage that. Mm. I don't know what to do with this. And instead of just dealing with it, it's I'm going to push it back on you because you should solve it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel uncomfortable. and I don't like this feeling. So I'm going to push that back onto you to solve because that's that's your job in my mind. Yes. But it's not true, of course, but it's how people deal with their own trauma. discomfort of, and yeah, and trauma of that, unfortunately, just it just finds its way to, to elders because they generally create the, they are the glue and they create the safety and they create the warmth and they create the feeling that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So when that feeling isn't there, it's like everybody freaks out. Yes, exactly. I I couldn't have said it better. So to this eldest daughter, we hope you continue, continue yeah. saving your coins and treating yourself and <laughs> try and find alone time where possible. If you can't get that alone time at home, Maybe you can see if there's any after-school clubs, if possible, that you can go to. Going for walks in the park, things like that are also good ways to get alone time. Sometimes tell them you have homework and you need to be on your own. Use that time as your alone time. Because I think one thing parents um, respect is education. So (laughs) when you bring education into it, they'll leave you alone. So those are yeah. some of the ways you could get around it. I agree. I agree. Right. Kieran, your turn. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, this is so exciting. We get to do two. Okay. I'm ready. This... <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this one? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So this one says, um... I'm often regarded and looked at as someone strong and logical and growing up, I have unknowingly built this character that screams, I don't need anyone, especially in terms of relationships. And for that, I was glorified and turned into a role model for all my younger relatives. It just sucks sometimes because I am human too and I like people too, but I can't show that because to them, having feelings and liking someone is some sort of a weakness for an eldest daughter. No. Hello, <laughs> <No>, well, indeed. <laughs> right. So, hmm. okay. do you relate? I do relate because I feel like, you know what? I'm just going to expose myself now anyway. Um, no. So, like, prior to meeting my current partner, when I was dating previously, I used to cut people off so quick. Like, my block button was like so sharp because to me I'm just like anytime I see like a a red pink flag I'm done 
because I'm like, <laughs> it's not me that you're going to stress. Like, do you know what I'm dealing with at home? <laughs> yeah. And now you want to come and add to my stress. And there was actually a point in my life where I was like, I don't want to get married. Like, I just feel like I'll be fine on my own. Like, if I could do, if I could adopt things like that, I would do it, etc. Because it just felt easier than having to like yeah. do the whole emotional work with someone else. Um, so I definitely do relate to this eldest daughter. And I think probably the reason why past relationships didn't work is because I had that block of I'm not having this. Like, I'm not going to confess my life story to you when you're not serious. And sometimes it's not even them not being serious. It's me concluding on my own that they're not serious. And I think it was probably some form of de defense mechanism. It's like, before you mess up, I'm going to pretend that you're going to mess up anyway. Um, <laughs> it sounds a bit crazy, I know. But um, you manage every situation 10 steps ahead, obviously. <laughs> you know, I had to plan before you. <laughs> before you plan has to have a plan. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that was my experience. How about you? Yeah, I mean, this is so relatable. And I just, <laughs> I love the part when she says, because I'm human too and I like people too because I was thinking it's like you know people just think eldest have the emotional range of a rock like mm -hmm. they're just not emotional creatures and they don't have feelings yeah. and how she said turn to a role model obviously that's that's hard and that's how I sometimes feel because I'm like oh you know your youngest are looking up to you and so you got to make sure whatever choices you make mm. that you know, they're, they're really the right ones because it was okay if everybody else had, you know, bad relationships or they, they messed up or they, you know, they did this or they did that. But because now everyone thinks that you're the one that's got it right, you you feel like you've got to take more time or be more cautious or be more this mm -hmm. because now you're performing to, to everyone and you're trying to uphold something to everyone rather than just let yourself feel and let yourself be and let yourself, you know, naturally move in whatever directions feels right to you because at the back of your mind it's like oh if this doesn't work out if this doesn't go right then you know those younger relatives are going to be disappointed in me or they're just going to think that I wasn't the role model that they thought I was or that I'm weak so I think the added pressure of everyone else thinks you've got to be perfect at this too yes I didn't even is a whole other pressure yeah I didn't I didn't because to me, <laughs> I, I I didn't look at it from that perspective of um mm. of oh you need like you need to be this you need to be that what like for my siblings I think one of I would say the way my family influenced the person like I uh, how I dated would definitely be my relationship with my dad. Um, like we don't have the best of relationships so every time I used to see like a slight thing in someone that the same behavior that my dad had I would cut it off straight away uh. because to me I'm like ah uh -uh, I'm not going there that one my dad I had no choice but I have a choice here 
So why do I have to choose stress again? So it was just a non-negotiable, like every time. And there was a lot, <laughs> a lot of things that I didn't like in, in like this <laughs> behavior that I was finding in like people that I, would, I was dating. Um, but I think also because my siblings, my siblings that live here were were not that close in age, but they were like actually they were dating like the age they were dating. I wasn't allowed to date at that age, but like they were bringing their partners home. Like my brother was bringing his girlfriend home. My sister, like she's seventeen now, her boyfriend would come to the house for dinner, etc. Whereas me. I was the one that never, I've never brought anyone home until now, like my recent partner. And it was it was that pressure that I probably um, subconsciously didn't think about, but it was more like, I'm not just going to present anyone to my family. Yeah. Because what if they're, they're going to be looking at me to be like, oh, so you're the eldest, you're the example setter, and this is what you brought to us, kind of thing. Not that it's any yeah. of their business, but, um, but you mean it. <laughs> yeah, but you do. You do. You do the 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 possible, you know, judgment or oh, that's almost like what like what you've done for yourself. Like that's the standard. That's the mm-hmm. that's your choice. Like apparently, it matters more mm. for an eldest of who they choose which is for me when I read this I was like I feel the pressure coming through yeah um and I was going to ask you Mm. what you think when at the end says that um about being human and liking people too but can't show that to them because having feelings and liking someone is a sort of weakness for an eldest daughter so if you've kind of been trapped in this corner of like yeah you're the role model it's great you don't like anyone and you know, because that's weak if you have feelings and now you're embodying that and you're like, yeah, that's so true. And like, you're taking that that persona on. Mm. So when when she does and she wants to, like, how does, how do you think she could, I don't know, like start to, to slowly express like, guys, I'm human too. I like this, you know, yeah. I like this guy, I like this person. I, you know, I have feelings. Like, how do you, how do you start to be able to just introduce the idea of the fact that you are an emotional being to people around you who yeah. think that you're not yeah I think for I would say the the way that it my my way of getting out of that is actually through friends first like I remember mm. Hannah used to always every time I would block someone she would be like oh my god like they didn't <laughs> even do anything like what are you doing Da, 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 da. and she would just give me a lecture and then it got to a point where I was doing it less and less and I think I think a lot of the time it comes with age and maturity because I think you get to a stage in your life where your family's opinion may not matter as much to you like don't get me wrong my family's opinion matters to me but it doesn't have such a stronghold on me anymore and I think also there will you'll find a a person that you like that much that you wouldn't care like 
you, yeah. they, I think your the partner you end up with will make you feel so safe that talking about them and liking them and eventually to your family, you probably get excited about it. I think mm-hmm. it's probably because when you meet the wrong people, you don't want to tell people about it. You don't, you're nervous yourself because you're like, oh, what if I tell them and it goes wrong? But if you're like with the right person, you don't have that anxiety of things going wrong. You just want people to know like, this is the person I'm with. You want your friends to meet them, your family to meet them, etc. So I think it's just you accepting that this is what I want, which seems like she already has. And actually working through those feelings yourself first and then eventually slowly introducing it maybe in your friendship groups when you like someone, talk Mm. to friends about it. And then once you maybe find someone that you actually like, once you're comfortable with them, slowly introducing the idea to your parents you don't even have to tell them you have a boyfriend you can just speak of it depending on the type of relationship you have with them or your siblings you can be like oh I'm talking to someone oh I like someone and it might feel uncomfortable saying it (laughs) but Mm -hmm. honestly you might be surprised because when I told my dad oh I have a boyfriend he was like oh finally um (laughs) I was like okay don't hold back but I think sometimes you have to just take the leap and let it happen because otherwise you might be missing out on really great relationships because of fear yeah 100% and that that's you know you know what that's really great advice because it's it's what you said as well, like you, you work through it yourself first and then yeah. you get comfortable. And when you do, it's not about thinking, how should I say this or what should I say? Like it will just come naturally. And I think rereading it as well, like I think also the reframing of, you know, like I don't need anyone. Mm. It's like that might be true. And in fact, it it should be to a degree. Like for me, I'm like, yeah, it's it's not about a need because, you know, you're trying to fulfill a lot within yourself as that you're a whole person anyway before you you know come together with somebody else so instead of a need it's a want it's okay to want yeah somebody you might not need them you might be like you know what I'm financially independent I'm you know healed within myself I feel great I don't feel like I need somebody to do to do anything and it's okay to be like and that's okay we don't always need and again without this it's like oh I don't I don't need anything like we're like that with everything Mm. it's like we never need anything anything. we always think it's it's fine yeah and it's the same we do the same with people and it's like that's okay like you may be so independent and we may be so put together in all those ways but wanting somebody wanting companionship wanting somebody to I don't know travel with or just have a good conversation with anything that's okay and so even if you know younger relatives or to yourself you're just like oh I don't need anyone and they think you don't need anyone it's okay to be like yeah I still don't need anyone but I I would like someone I I want someone and that's why I'm going to kind of pursue something or or be open to something Mm. because 
it's still true you don't need but you could want and that's okay yeah I I completely agree and I think it's all I feel like a lot of the times as eldest daughters the reason we obviously say this we don't we don't need this we don't need this person we don't need you is a defense mechanism and yeah it's also a thing of I'm going to I'm not going to give you an opportunity to mess with me basically yeah yeah to let me down because yeah let's be honest we do get let down a lot by a lot of people in our lives and I'm not saying you're going to find the person you want and they'll be perfect. Um, but if even if they're not, don't let that stop you from getting what you want, even if it's even if it's not with that person. And I think you said it hundred percent. You don't have to need that person. You can want just wanting something is enough for you to get it. It doesn't always have to be or survival mode all the time like oh my god I need I don't I don't need you I don't need you no I don't need you but I want you and I like you and I want you to be in my life etc so I think we should all keep that in mind yes 100% and role modeling emotions are healthy and you know showing emotion is healthy to younger relatives is also a positive thing to do so you just naturally being able to be yourself is going to show them all the right things as well um because you know we we don't want them to be like yeah i don't need anybody too and and then we repeat cycles when deep down we know we do so it's it's that thing of you naturally being you and coming into those feelings and and pursuing them or just allowing yourself to be mm. will naturally open up the space for, for yourself and for others that are looking up to you but it's it's not about doing it for them first it's about doing it for you first yeah and that kind of ripple effect will just it will take place yeah exactly and I think we could all my own advice now. We, <laughs> I think we can all start off small by accepting help from our friends our family our siblings because I think that's that's a great place to start because even then I hear a lot of I eldest daughters can't ask for help. Like they'll rather just do everything. Like hyper independence is not always great. Um, so those are maybe like small steps that you can take, allowing people to do things for you um outside of like an intimate partnership setting can help you maybe build trust with other people mm-hmm. as well before you act you allow yourself to trust someone else yes 100 percent. so why is yasin (laughs) girl got all the (laughs) you've been doing this a while haven't you about wise you know when when... (laughs) (laughs) i feel like such an elderly person when people say you're wise wise." (laughs) no no it's a compliment thank you I appreciate that. But um it's it's not easy, man, being an eldest daughter. Like when we say eldest daughter live literally infiltrates every single area Everything. of yeah. our lives. It's like it's no joke. So I hope both these eldest daughters can 
get what they need and want because yes. you deserve if you deserve everything that you want mm. yeah whether you need a break whether you need a partner whether you need you know a rest or to buy yourself something nice like all of those things are valid yes and all of those things are more than deserved we just i think small steps do one small thing and then it leads to another and then it opens up a whole new path of a healthy amount of being able to honor yourself and give to yourself and you know see yourself the way that you're able to see and give compassion to everybody else exactly agreed thank you kieran thank you <laughs> this is a good one this i love confessions this one is so fun yeah I'm like already ready for the next confession episode <laughs> yeah i enjoy confessions actually um so guys if you want to send in your confessions there's a link in the description box. Just head over there mm -hmm. and you can send it through anonymously. And we can, if you want us to read it like on an urgent matter, can you put read on podcast at the end? So then I can go straight to it rather than follow the thingy. Because the actual confessions, we just choose week by week. Um, but if you need something urgent advice, just put it on there, read on podcast, and I'll be sure to bring it here. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, we hope you do something nice for yourself. Um, that would be good. And yes, yeah. especially as the days are getting shorter now, you know, the seasons are changing, the days like already now I think like it's it's dark outside it's getting colder it's thingy so really like it's it's a push this time of year to start getting through to the end so really start to prioritize yourself yeah exactly and keep warm um if you're <laughs> really in warm wear a hat <laughs> wear a coat stay warm check the weather daily exactly. I have my balaclava ready like <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much guys and catch thank you, you next week bye, bye everyone